You know, it's called a face plant into the fucking the bathroom because you're not, a fucking idiot. Knock some sense into yourself. I mean, the younger generation, we well, all some younger kids ain't been they, in school and yeah, learned yet. It's, it's, it's not for us as OGs. I don't give a fuck if you're in the streets or whatever. If it's a and it's an MLK in every hood, damn right, Martin <clears> King <throat> in every hood. If it's a kid in the hood and he stands up and yo, and if it's an OG on the block and he say, yo, Martin Luther King. Educate them, you know what I'm saying? I know the streets is the streets, but in most ghettos or neighborhoods or urban communities, there's a Martin Luther King Boulevard. Real quick, step, uh, before we get into this Martin Luther King, what you sipping on, bro? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I see we got this, that, uh, real quick. <laughs> yeah, we got on Fuck Your Opinion Juice. <laughs> this, that Fuck Your Opinion Juice. Coming soon. We got it coming soon. That PYO. That PYO. I know you like, is that like a black budget model? Yeah, we in the production stage. Production bro. stage is up. We got it coming. We in the production stage. That's how the shit looks. You know, that's the schematics of how it's going to look. It might, yeah. It's, it's going to be a little prettier than that, but that's kind of like the schematics of the fuck your opinion juice we're coming out with. Um, like I said, if you didn't know about Martin Luther King, I'm going to give you a few, um, ten maybe not so known things about Martin Luther King. Um, you know, because you know how I like to do it. I like to go a little bit in depth with each conversation, each subject. So, you know, we, because uh, we do our homework here, we try to. I damn sure try to because I want to give you the real and the righteous facts. Um, oh, yeah. Real and righteous. And I mean righteous in the sense of, because I was told by my producer and my co-host, that uh, there's no fucking such thing as being righteous on fuck your opinion. I was corrected. There's no righteous on fuck your opinion. But, you know, when it comes to speaking to our speech, spiritual leaders, political leaders, brothers that you see right here. Thinkers. Our ancestors, our thinkers. thinkers I like to use the word righteous because these men definitely stood for those things, uh, those morals and principles. Poor righteous teachers. There you go. Damn. Couldn't put it no on that. Um, first thing. Martin Luther King's first name isn't actually Martin. Get the fuck out of here. Nope, he was born Michael King Jr. I did not know that. Martin Luther King. Did you know that? I just recently found that out. <laughs> I didn't know that either. I'm serious. Well, for thought, I, 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 hey, I, hey, I, hey, we kicking knowledge out here. Kicking knowledge. Kickin knowledge. Hey, so we yeah. teaching y'all. Drop the signs. And his, uh, Martin Luther King's father, who was a pastor at Atlanta's Ebenezer Baptist Church, Atlanta, you know, his birthplace and one of the uh, greatest you know, churches up. Um, his father traveled to Germany and basically picked up the Protestant name after Martin Luther. And when he returned home, he gave that to his son, to Martin Luther, at the age of five. So his actual birth wow. name is Michael King Jr. His father changed his name at the age of five to Martin Luther. So you talk about some prophetic shit. Just for your, be at that age for his father to see whatever he's seen at that time and say, you know what, you your name can be, it's a good name, but I think you're going to add greater value to the name, so let's give you something a little bit more power. I'm about, I'm about to go to Germany and come back and change my kid's name. Hey, bro, that's a pilgrimage for your ass. Take me a sip of that. Um, also, Martin Luther King entered college at the age of 15. He enrolled in Morehouse in 1944. Morehouse won the black, uh, HBCU. Yep. yep. Great black institution for learning. Uh, he entered Morehouse at the age of uh, 15 in 1944. Hold on. You can go, back then you could go to college like that? 
You can go to college. Yeah. You can go to college. Excuse me, that I'm pretty sure it was hell. Damn, that's vicious, though. Yeah. I mean, you know, that. You know yeah. All, I mean, it's an all black college, but yeah, you know, he. Bad he, man. It shows you how advanced he made, like I said. Well, I, knew, I, knew, I, knew, I knew Mark was a bad man anyway. He was going to be a bad man. Benjamin E. Mays was the Morehouse president. They got a uh, street in Atlanta named that name as well. Um. Martin Luther King received a doctorate in systematic theology. Now, I don't know what the hell that means, but it sounds really motherfucking smart. Uh, theology, like he, you know, he became a pastor. He, um, you know, he, uh, the theological seminary, but pastoring, you like know, Bible, school, Bible school, Bible school, right? Um, one thing people didn't know about uh, Martin Luther King is he also uh, did theory. He also practiced theories in like government politics. And um, I can't really think of the name, but almost like in the art of, like, I wouldn't say the art of war, but in science. He was great in political science. And this is to show you, this is a small story that I collected. It was a great book called Big Fish. And uh, I was an author. And he wrote how Martin Luther King, they knew that they were going to face violence during the marches and the protests. Mm -hmm. They actually had people who they told before the, pro the protest Look, you're going to be attacked. You're going to be dogs, water holes, and everything. We need people to volunteer to be on the front line, line to actually take the physical abuse that we know is coming because they knew cameras were going to be there, and they knew that if that once provoked, the, the nonviolent protests would become violent. How much more powerful it would be? So, so what he did is he actually had his college students because a lot of them the protesters that we see they're not old black people like it because it was in black and white. Most of these were 18, 19 year old college students in their twenties that actually went and marched with Martin Luther King. You know, know, can you imagine the pain and the endurance they had to go through as an eighteen and nineteen year old college kid? To, to turn the other cheek, and but no, to turn the cheek, and, and then and, and then be told, look, you want to go in there and take, and take this ass, take whooping, this ass whooping. but you want to take this ass whooping so people can see it. We know, yeah. we we know that we've been don't fight back, don't fight back. Just take the ass whooping so people can actually empathize and sympathize with our fight. With now our that group. right there, people, is what made American great. That was that's a master fucking strategist for you. That's making America great. That's again. a master. That's a master huh. strategist for yeah. someone that says. You know, look, we know what they want to do. Go take this ass whooping for the greater good. These idiotic motherfucking people that are going to put dogs on you. And it, uh, hold the, the, the crazy thing is, we wouldn't even do that shit. Now. No. Right. That's how, that's how right. fucked up the, the world is. The right. world has changed so we, much. We, shit. I mean, they did that shit for us, but we wouldn't even do well, that we shit. Do that for them. I know I would, I mean, because I'm a father and I have children, but nowadays to try to tell a millennial or a younger person, look, we need you to go stand on this front line. And we need you to endure this ass whooping. This is a lot of shit we should be doing that. Now, that's a lot of, I mean, it was just a recent march in uh, Washington. They locked up fucking Joaquin Phoenix and stuff, but it was for world climate. It wasn't for, you know. That's, that's what I'm saying. Motherfuckers are going marching and get locked up for climate control, but. They won't lock up for, for police beating smarty ass or. So black people in this country. I mean, they had, you know, when, you know, when, when the uh, Black Lives Matter, anytime you're going to see nonviolent protests, it's going to be met with some kind of violence. I mean, listen, I'm not speaking against the government, states, or legislation, or anything. That's not what we're saying. Anarchy and all that shit. We love America. Freedom of speech and whatever it is that comes along with your opinion. Along with equality. But um, the movement then was more needed now, I mean, then, because it just shined a light on completely different things. There yeah. would be no reason 
now. I mean, there will be a lot greater reasons now for climate control, you know, abuse, Me Too. It's all these movements, but during that time, the civil rights movement was a big thing. And like I said, master strategist for a man to sit and actually collect his followers, you know, people and say, look, we need you to take this beating for a reason. And, That's um, amazing. And Martin Luther King himself was locked up over 30 times. You know that either. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, during King's I Have a Dream speech, um, you know, he was, he basically, uh, it was a, I guess people look at it as the speech, the I Have a Dream speech, but he gave million speeches before that, you yeah. know. It's just that this was the first time where it was only supposed to be an estimated 15,000 people, but it grew to 30, 40,000 people, which covered the time all. He, did, he himself didn't even know that he would have that much of and, an audience. And, and the speech was done at the Washington Monument. At the right? Washington Monument, yes, sir. Yeah, my, uh, my daughter, Summer, she did a uh, book report. Uh, well, not a book report. She did a family tree thing. Mm -hmm. uh, half of her family, my side was, you know, of course, growing up in Maryland, my, my, my mom, Italian, Sicily, Italy, and then her mom, Washington, D.C., and one of the things we had was the Washington Monument, and one thing that she had noted was this is where Martin Luther King gave the greatest speech of all times. Shout and, out. And, before, up, and, and what actually put him in that position, he gave a speech at the uh, prayer pilgrimage for freedom on May 17th in 1957. He actually gave the, ver the very first speech on voting rights. Okay. And he picked up so much... Uh, you know, steam and, and became, that's what really got him notarized and where the civil rights, you know, because civil rights leaders were around and they were active before Martin Luther King. But once he gave that speech, they and they seen, you know, the, the power of what he can do and how he could gather everyone, they voted him to be the face of the civil rights protest. So he was a bad motherfucker with some people's arms like, look, we need that guy to be the face of civil rights because they just felt the power of his words. Um, like I said, he was locked up over 20, he got locked right. up, um, over 30 times, he was getting locked up for dumb shit like driving 30 to 25, you know, anytime you buck against the system, the system's gonna try to find a way to fuck with you in the worst way. Um, he had an assassination attempt before, actually, he had an assassination attempt unsuccessful before the one that was successful. Um, in 1958, September 20th, um, they tried to basically, uh, let's see, they, a woman stabbed him. A woman actually, uh, Isola Ware Curry. Um, a black lady. That a black lady? No, it's a white woman. Name um, Isola, I-Z-O-L-A, Isola Ware Curry. Um, she asked him if he was Martin Luther King. He said yes. She pulled out a fucking uh, seven-inch letter opener and stabbed him in the chest. Damn. Um, yeah, and it almost almost ruptured his, almost stabbed him in his aorta, but they saved him. Um, and basically, he had to stay in a convalescent home for weeks while he healed up. So, I mean, it was a attempt on his life on many occasions, but, you know, he knew his mission and he was willing to sacrifice. Um... They said, uh, number seven, King's last public speech foretold his death. Um, he told the audience, like anybody, I would like to lead, live a long life. Longevity has its place. But I'm not concerned about that now. I've seen the promised land, and I might not get there with you, 
But I want you to know tonight that we as a people will get to the promised land. And I'm happy tonight and I'm not worried about anything. I'm not fearing any man. My eyes have seen the glory of the coming of the Lord. Oh, he didn't get that speech tonight he got. No, that was the last, that was the very last speech okay. he gave at Mason Temple Church. Mm. You know, when he before he was assassinated. That was, you know. So, I mean, he knew, I'm sure with the death threats and somebody trying to yeah, kill him, yeah, yeah, that yeah. he knew he wasn't going to be able to see what he see what he would see now as the movement of civil rights and minority rights and leadership, which I think I'm sure he would have had a proudest moment seeing a black president and all the, you know, and everything that's happening besides Donald Trump motherfucker, man. That might have been a rollover in his grave. Okay. Okay. You know, but, um, you um, also, members of King's family did not believe that James Earl Ray acted alone in his assassination of Martin Luther King. Because, you know, it's always been yeah, that conspiracy yeah. theory, the CIA, and, yeah, of course. Um, you know, it was other members of... Well, I mean, Martin Luther King was not just hated on by white folks. There was black people that hated him, too. Yeah, I mean, but they say, I mean... There was um, other religious groups that hated him. Yeah, they, you know what? It, it was. You know? Um... They said the King's widow, Coretta Scott King, believed the mafia and local, state, and federal government agencies were deeply involved in the murder. She praised the result of the 1999 civil trial in which Memphis jury decided the assassination was a result of conspiracy and that Ray was set up to take the blame. So, I mean, it's been a lot of conspiracy theories. I'm sure, you know, if we could, we had time, we could dive into them all and really getting to the, the meat and potatoes of the situation, but everybody knows and or has some kind of inclination that, yo, that shit was wrong no matter what it was, but it definitely was more than just a crazy lone man with a gun just wanting to kill a nigga for actually speaking the truth about what was going on in the world and society. Um, Martin Luther King, people don't know, and also JFK was one of the biggest, um, you know, champions for Martin Luther King becoming a National holiday only four days after his death, so it was felt from the bottom to the top. Um, so King see. King died, King was assassinated before JFK, right? I, yeah, no, before, before. I thought yeah, JFK was uh, 60, 63. John F. Kennedy, he wasn't sixty three when he was killed. No, I said no, no, the year sixty three. I think he was. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah, it was, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Martin Luther King. Yeah, so John F. Kennedy actually put that, you know, he, well, I guess one of his last greatest things was enacting the Martin Luther King birthday being celebrated. Um, Martin Luther King's mother was also killed by a bullet. What? Um, 19, in 1974, 69-year-old Alberta Williams King played the organ at Sunday's service in Ebenezer Baptist Church. Uh, Marcus Wayne Chenault Jr. rose from the front pew, two pistols, and began firing shots. One of the bullets struck and killed King, who died steps from where her son Did you know that? reached non-violence. Uh, I just reached it. In 1974, a motherfucker pulled out two pistols and started shooting in a church and killed Martin Luther King's mother. Years after he had already been assassinated. Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah, that's crazy, bro. They ought to be ashamed of they motherfuckers. And, so. well, I hope he got, you know, angle, you know Man, he deserved whatever the fuck he got. Up. But yeah, he, horrible, dog. yeah, um, sad, uh, tragic story. You know what I'm saying? That's, I didn't know. I never, you know. Yep, somebody shot and killed Martin Luther King's mother. That's crazy, bro. Um, George Washington 
This is funny. George Washington is the only other American to have his birthday observed as a national memorial or holiday. I'm sorry, as a national so holiday. So George Washington and Martin Luther King. The only the two only people, two people in American history to have their birthday observed. Boy, you a bad holiday. mother. Shut your mouth. Yeah. If you get your birthday as a national holiday. So, you know, uh, shout-outs to uh, Martin Luther King and all civil rights, uh, Ralph Abernathy, uh, Rosa Parks, all of those... The thinkers. All those Nelson great people who stood up for uh, the rights of minorities and, and poor franchise people who been treated, who were basically just treated fucked by their country and by their fellow man because... I mean, we have revolutionaries now in our time, but not to the form of what was, like I said, needed. You know, James Baldwin. There was a lot of people during the times where blacks really needed someone to stand up and say, this is enough. And it was whites. You know what I'm saying? I'm, never, never, oh, yeah, yeah. It wasn't just black. It was white a, along with yeah. marches. If you can look at any march from the movie Selma to the actual marches, you always seen white pastors, students. You had people that had liberal minds. Marching alongside and marching for civil rights and equal rights of every person. Sad enough, here in 2020, we haven't completely got to there yet. We haven't got to the to the top of the mountain as Martin would like to see because you know, you know, I ain't gonna get too far to that. But I just like to say thank you, man. Double salute. Yes, indeed. Salute. To, uh, the goat. I call him the goat. Michael King Jr., also known as Martin Luther King, for your contributions to everything we have now and. We hold this blacks, man, and uh, Jesse Jackson. Um, you know, people might have questionable, you know, things to say about him at this time, but during that time of the civil rights movement, you know, Jesse Jackson also ran for president. When? 
drop a note, anything. You want to drop a jewel, we put it on here. And for those that don't know who killed Ghost yet, keep watching the show, motherfucker. <laughs> no spoiler alert. <laughs> we miss you, Ghost. <laughs> but, um, you know, I just want to write real quick. Um, within, I, I was born in 79. Steph was born in 79. 80. 80. So we, we try to go, go so we're going to go for 40 and up. 40, last 40 years. I, don't, I mean, we know the people we named may be born before us, but we're going to say in the last 40 or years. Or after us. Or after us. But in the last 40 years, we just got a quick, I got some quick picks of people that I felt um, that in the last uh, 40 years have influenced a lot of great things. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you why. Um, number one, I got this. Not this is not in a specific order. Uh, my first person I have is Elon Musk. Okay. Um, Elon Musk, I think, in and within our time as we're seeing with the, uh, the the fucking Tesla trucks, the Tesla cars, the energy, uh, you know, because climate control is a big thing. You know what I'm saying? And as far as a lot about climate control, but because it's a big thing. I mean, you, you know, wrong Australia it. fucking uh, damn near Australia, half Australia burned to the fucking ground. This shit is real. You know okay. what I'm saying? We don't. I mean, we have children. You have small children. Yeah. We all we all have children that in another thirty or forty years we will have to pass on a legacy of not only you know wealth or whatever, but the planet. You know what I'm saying? That shit. And no matter how much money you got, if the fucking air is toxic and the water ain't drinkable. These motherfuckers gonna suffer, you know what I'm saying? That's gonna cause a whole different shit. But anyway, Elon Musk because, you know, he's I like his, his style of innovation. You know what I'm saying? Is he a black dude? A black dude? No, 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 white, white dude. dude. Um, he, he's the one that uh, invented Tesla. Yeah, the Tesla guy. Okay, I didn't know that. Tesla. Um, you know, he's trying to make a bullet train. This motherfucker's trying to make trains to go from San Francisco to New York. He's I, mean, I just like the way he's so forward thinking into his yeah. progress in the future. And any, like I said, energy conservation and just driving us, just driving the future. I mean, he did some wild shit with a flamethrower and shit, but I like his vision. The vision, this guy's a visionary, and I'm sure along with the technical, technological stuff he's putting, he's implementing now in the next 1,500 years. I mean, I was giving right for real. I think in the next 20, 30 years, it, the life is going to drastically make a change in techno, technological advancement um, due to guys like Elon Musk. Uh, I got Jay Z. Um, and only because uh, in my time, in our time, as far as entertainment, for us to see somebody come from where he came from to his business acclimate and the type of respect as far as political, media, music, the type of uh, groundwork this guy's laying down is something that's going to be the stuff of legend. You know, you have rappers as billionaires, that's owners of a whole lot of different shit out there, but... I just feel like the way he his approach to the shit and the type of connections he's showing that can be made at the level of success he's reached as a street guy, I think it's amazing. Uh, Tyler Perry. Wanna give it to Tyler Perry? He's changing the face of media as far as uh, black entertainment. I mean, you know, Oprah Winfrey definitely is the GOAT with that shit, but me starting to see him, like, you know, biggest thing with him opening up his own studio. He's trying to create his basically a lane for us. Uh, you know, minority entrepreneurship and, and entertainment. Uh, Steve Jobs. Mm -hmm. uh, rest in peace, Steve Jobs. I mean, the fucking Apple, you know what I'm saying? Steve Jobs changed the world, you know what I'm saying, in, in which we live in, the way we communicate. Apple man. The, yeah, I mean, you know, I, it's not, and before, it was actually some kind of, build some kind of fucking Apple city. You know what? And shout out to, shout out to Akon, too. We didn't really get to say too much about Akon uh, in our previous 
uh, spots, but I want to give a shout out to Akon. The man has now built his own city. Yeah. He's building his own city. He's, he had his own money. He has eight coins, and he's actually building an entire infrastructure, I mean city, from the ground up with his own airport and everything. Shout outs to Akon. Um, quiet, that's what you call quiet money. Did he build it in a, where's the building? It's in uh, Africa, Senegal, I think. Uh, it's Senegal, here we come from, but man. this man is building his own city. So that's a, if you got a dream, that's a fucking dream for you, bro. For a brother to go from an immigrant coming to America, uh, growing up in New Jersey, going through the prison system, becoming a musician, and going home and buying land and building his own city with his own fucking cryptocurrency, man, he's a bad man. Uh, and Rick Rubin. If you don't know who Rick Rubin is, Rick Rubin is quietly the godfather of fucking hip-hop. Rick Rubin? Rick Rubin. The fat nigga? Fat white boy. Wait a minute. I thought Rick Rubin was the fat black dude that won American Idol. No, that's Rubin stuff. Oh. Rick Rubin is the, um, if you don't know, he's the, um, he's like the fucking guru of hip-hop. He's a white guy, white Jewish guy, but... With the beard. With the beard, but he... Jay-Z man. Um, well, he was, he's everybody's man. Well, he, he, well, yeah, Jeff Jam, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, Jeff, Jeff, uh, Jeff, Jay-Z's mentor, basically, mm-hmm. in, in to a sense, besides Neo Corn. But Rick Rubin changed, he took rap music, the street for part of it, and put it into the form in which we know now is commercialized music. You know what I'm saying? Not commercial, it isn't bad. I mean, really, with Run DMC and groups like the Beastie Boys, he took rap music and hip-hop, which has changed the world over. You cannot, throughout history from now on, rap music will be a part of the tapestry of art and music forever, going now forward. Um, but Rick Rubin, he was one of the godfathers of that because he actually took the music of the streets and brought it to the boardrooms and, uh, uh, you know, um, Island Records, and that's when they started Def Jam with him and Russell Simmons and... He's just, from, from what I've seen, the guy's made like a fucking guru of music. But uh, those are people I feel in my life have been influential because I'm just thinking into the times in which they implemented their whatever uh, gifts to the world and actually changed the world as I know it. So that's what I got. No, who you got? Bill God. Before, 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 post, 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 and shine the light on black historically black colleges as far as charities, as far as wearing the sweatshirts. And he wanted you to do it a, a different way. He wanted you to do it a more cleaner yeah, way. A different world. Yeah. He actually showed black kids in college. When did you see a television show with black kids in college? In, a place in, the, same, in the same college Martin Luther King went to. Uh, Spellman was the female at Morehouse College. Well, Morehouse. Yo, bro, so, I mean, hey, I know Pill Cosby had his day, but in, in the time of what this man has done as far as influencing culture, I got you, uh, Don, come back. Sean Puffy Gomes. I like that. He, 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 he was close. He was close on my top four list. Puff Daddy, I will give it Puff to you. Puff Daddy, I love you, yo. dude. I don't know you personally. We'd love for you to come on Fuck Your Opinion. We got some artists from look at. Always been one of my favorite entrepreneurs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The stuff he did with the record label. Howard University. He's a king of hustle. He, he, he changed the game. Listen, Sean Puffy Combs 
turned. He was on my list. He turned rap music, hip hop into a hustle. Before Puffy, you just was a street rapper, and you said this before, uh, you know, last week about Biggie when you stated Biggie Smalls and how Biggie Smalls impact because everybody, if you're not a real hip hop fan, the early '90s when Biggie had a line, he said y'all was grimy in the early '90s, far behind me. He's that was some real shit. Def Jam and all that, you know, Red Man and Throw Your Guns Up with Onyx. Hip hop had this grimy stage in. The early 90s. Biggie Smalls was a grimy street rapper. Puffy really took Biggie out of that street grind and said, yo, we're going to turn this into street music, but with a, uh, a more entertainment feel. A more entertainment feel. We don't have to go pop, but we're going to take street music with Juicy, you know, the album. And he, he I got you. He, he really transformed music and music into a hustle. So big up to Puffy. Talk to Dre. Dr. Dre. Dr. Dre. Yeah, Dr. Dre is a lot of stuff that comes from Dr. Dre. NWA. Dre Day all day. Yeah, I mean, you know, his influence. Him, Ice Cube. Like, it's just so much shit that comes from him. Beats. The highest, the highest paid artist slash producer in the game. In the history. Even the music. The history, I mean, when you look at the music, Snoop. It's just so much stuff that comes from Dr. Dre. And, you know. And a lot of that influence everybody like. Godfather of fucking West Coast rap. Even though he wasn't a gangster. But he definitely took the embodiment of West Coast life, West Coast gangster music, and implemented that shit into hip hop and definitely changed the game forever. I mean, for real, just, to, you know, I was going to it, but East Coast was running the game. The 80s, it was East, if you was from the West Coast, you wasn't even considered really a real rap artist. When Dr. Dre and NWA and those guys came out, they allow people to look at hip hop as not just the East, New York, you know, it, it just it, it became a, 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 a cross country thing. Because if NWA started with the West Coast, then you had guys coming out of the South. Then you had the Midwest. NWA made it so people could say, yo, we ain't got to just go to New York to hear rap music. New York rap music doesn't have to be the end all to be all to, to, to what's considered, you know, rap or hip hop. You know what I'm saying? Gotcha. Barack Obama. Oh, oh man, shit. Yeah, 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 I fucked up. You know, you made me grab the face on that. Yeah, man, I gotta take a yeah, move. Yeah, I fucked up. Okay, you know All right, what? I, I, I can come up with another one. Yeah, right. Obama, of course, first black president. One of my favorite people of all time. Classy ass. Greatest president ever. Just classy. I mean, it's Barack Obama. This shit the way it's supposed to be. Got to fuck you up in your train ride, do you know what I'm saying? That's right. About that time. We moved. Yes, greatest president ever. You know, Barack Obama, um, he embodied what black people, and I mean, not just, I'm talking about black period, I'm talking about old and young. He has embodied what people, what's the audacity of the hope? That was, remember he had a book? He actually instilled the word hope in people, because, you know, if, if you see a country for hundreds of years being run by old white men, you, it started to become a point where people didn't think that black people had that type of. Mental, first mental stability, you know what I'm saying, and delegation of power where they can be put in a position like that and make things happen. And the man got the fucking Obamacare, and he the man changed the fucking car, got a constitutional, got a law. So, right. Jack's greatest president. Man. And then my last but not least, but LeBron James. Oh, go ahead. Nah, for real though. <laughs> 
Michael Jordan, man. Michael Jordan is like, uh, yeah, Mike, Michael Jordan is probably one of, one of the biggest influences. Influence? Yeah, yeah, as far as. I mean, man, everybody won't be like Mike. He yeah. definitely changed the game. I mean, he. He didn't just change the game of basketball. Cool, he changed yeah, the game just of everything. Yeah, he changed yeah. the. I mean, my love game. for the game. It, he it, changed it, basketball it, it, as a franchise. What 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 uh, jersey number LeBron wore? Twenty three. Okay. He wanted to be like Mike. Nah, nah, Mike, Mike, Mike influenced a lot of shit. He, he changed. Today, he the changed the game. The dude been retired for twenty years almost, and his shoes are still. He changed the game. That, that, that's that's yeah, why yeah. he's the goat. Yeah, he changed. He literally changed. Yeah, the game. Said, yeah, yeah. yeah that's why yeah. he changed the no, game. There's no more argument. It was never be another. He changed the game. All the right. Um, well, I, I had to cross out a couple names off my list. I got four. Uh, growing up, you know, um, hip hop, R and B, history. I did a lot of book reports. Uh, of course, uh, Muhammad Ali was one of my favorite. Muhammad Ali. Book reports I did. I, I love Muhammad Ali. Muhammad Ali can sit down like. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Seven, that's seventy nine. What? Muhammad Ali is out. You just see him out that time? I didn't say he was in our lifetime. No, that's what he was alive. But, but uh, I guess you could. I, I guess from that angle, you did get the experience. We yeah. experienced. We King. We've only got. Yeah, yeah. Who has that experience, King? Yeah, I mean, but I'm just saying. No. My, I mean, my. Oh, you talking about people that have been alive and like since we've been, yeah, 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 that, 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 like, that, that we've actually been influenced by. I mean, yeah, well, no, no, no. I'm just saying, Muhammad Ali was one of my favorite people. All right, Mike Tyson. Um, oh, for our generation, well, our generation, of course, uh, sports-wise, uh, I, I grew up a Lakers fan. Uh, Magic Johnson was my hero growing up. Um, the things that he did on the court. Uh, the Showtime Lakers, he brought the NBA back. He he originally brought the NBA back before Jordan took over the NBA. Um, his game, I, I remember when he uh, had the press conference uh, stating that he had the HIV. That was a big thing. I cried like a baby. That was a big move. Because that was, that was my hero. And still healthy. Yeah, healthy. And, and, um, and, and you know what? Magic Johnson as well. He changed the game as far as entrepreneurship. That's what I, I was getting ready to get into because Starbucks, mm-hmm. um, movie theater, the movie theater. Uh, you know, this dude was just an amazing father, dude, business person, um, top two point guards in NBA history. We all know John Stockton's number one. Oh, that's shit. Shit. That's oh, all shit. Thing we, you know. um, oh, shit. Next on my list, we have uh, Oprah Winfrey. Oprah, um, the O. I call her the O. The big O. The big O. Um, she did a lot of a lot of amazing things, man. Uh, the woman is amazing. Uh, just beyond pay, you know, does a lot of things for a lot of people. You know, I was she, talking she, about that new shit. She, 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 she well, I mean, look, we well, all, she drives, she act, but we, listen, all, we all do a lot of new shit. She backed out of that, you know, come you on, know she got the Russell Simmons shit. She backed out of it, but said she still, but then she made a public statement, well, a PSA statement saying that she still supports the women in their stories, but she wants to make sure that all her facts and all her everything well, is is consistent before she acts. She hey. didn't say she wouldn't do it. She just said she backed out of it for now. Listen, listen we, we, a lot of people do a lot of crazy things nowadays. I'm just stating that you know, watch it as an yeah, influence yeah, yeah. as a business person. Yeah, oh, um, black, as a black woman, black Man. woman. She's yeah. a billionaire. Billionaire got her own uh, TV. Billy. Okay, I, I look up to her. She put Tyler Perry on. Exactly. She put um, so yeah, Oprah. Uh, my man Michael Jackson. Oh yeah, Michael. You yeah. know, 
God blesses. God bless the dead. Rest in peace, AJ. King Pop. The King of Pop. Growing up as a kid, I emulated his dance moves. Michael Jackson changed music. I I, pop I sung music. his songs. He, he he made pop music. You know, right? um, he is the only man on the planet that had grown men falling out and passing out and. You know I always do my little. I love you, Michael. You know I can do my little. I love you, Michael. But no, listen. I love you, Michael. Let's play some wild shit. I watched a uh, um, a short interview with uh, Rodney Darkchild. Uh, I think it's Jenkins or Jerkins, Jerkinson, Jerkins, whatever. But you know Darkchild. Mm -hmm. Okay, you know he said he first started producing for Michael Jackson. That was one of his first producing jobs. You know what Michael Jackson told him. He told him that he wanted to murder Disco. Michael Jackson told Ronnie Durkison, he, uh, Dark Child, that he wanted him to come up. He said, you know, because everybody had the regular beats, the drum, mm -hmm. drum kicks. Michael Jackson, Ronnie, uh, Dark Child, uh, came and told a story about how he first started producing Michael Jackson's after uh, the uh, I'm Bad album. You know, I'm Bad. He said that's when he was like 16, 17. He said Michael Jackson came to him because he had the regular drum tracks. He said Michael Jackson told him, I want you to go out and I want you to hear sounds and take sounds and change them into music. So he basically killed disco on purpose. People don't know that, but Michael Jackson was a fucking master, a manipulator, and a fucking musical genius. When you come to some, when you basically run the disco era as he did with, you know, Donna Summers and all his, you know, how Michael Jackson first came out. But for you to tell a producer, look, I'm going to kill disco. You're a bad man. You're a bad So Michael Jackson clearly and literally invented pop music. And, you know, um, disco was a very big deal back in the days. Yeah. I mean, that's, um, a, that's a ballsy move to come out and say, yo, I want to kill disco. I mean, God damn, Mike, you ain't had to do it. And he literally did it. When he came out with his music, like I'm Bad and all those, what was considered pop music, you know what I'm saying? He did the fuck to, he was to, the, to this day, uh, Michael Jackson, I was at the laundromat, the, uh, I was at the laundromat this weekend. The only thing that was played in a, all a predominantly Spanish laundromat, Michael Jackson, the whole time I was in there. He is the and his music will never die. He is one of the greatest performers, one of the greatest artists, Entertainer. uh, entertainers. I mean, just uh, it was amazing. The allegations against him, whatever, I got nothing to do with that. And nothing was done. That old shit. And somebody looking at people. Yeah, yeah, yeah man, listen. <laughs> uh, last but not least, uh, we mentioned his name, Russell Simmons. Russell um, Simmons. What he did. Him and Rick Rubin, bro. Yeah, with the game, the music, the Beastie Boys, Run DMCs. LL Cool J. Who's the first artist? That was my first tape growing up, LL Cool J. I'm bad. You know, Rick Rubin and Russell Simmons. Uh, Russell Simmons will forever be one of my top, you know, guys growing up. And he uh, was the original Puffy. He was the one that was the Rick Rubin. Yeah, Rick Rubin was the actual music guy, and Russell Simmons was the businessman. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, he definitely, like I said, he no, he's, the blue, he, he's the blueprint. Definitely the blueprint. They so, changed music. For that is ever. my top four. Um, you know, like I said, on Martin Luther King's birthday. You know, this is what we do. Yeah, one more. Yeah, one more. I'm good, man. I'm good. One more. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, it was really good. Yeah, it wasn't no good. We were just giving people. I said Muhammad Ali, but since you wanted, um, you know, since you wanted a somebody, you know, kind of when I was growing up, Evander Holyfield was one of my 
Hero's wrong when he, when he whooped Mike Tyson ass. Not, not mm-hmm. in this prime, though, but we, that's another discussion. Hey, 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 he would have whooped Tyson in any prime, didn't I? Mean, you, everybody got their picks. <laughs> uh, hey, yo, thank you again for tuning in to Taco, Taco Motherfucking Tuesday. Tuesday. Hey, follow the subscribe to our YouTube channel. Fuck your opinion. P H U C K. D-Y. And just because we say fuck your opinion, don't mean you actually cannot. You don't. You can still leave your opinion. Also join. Also join the um, the group. The join group. the group. Like, subscribe. Check us out on YouTube. Like, IG. Subscribe, fuck Instagram. your opinion on Instagram. Follow us. We in here. Yo, and then leave us your opinion. Leave us some some topics. We gonna take you out with the game. Let you know. We all got dreams, man.